Hello, you're listening to the Omelette Radio podcast. My name is Julia Manke and this is episode two. I recently interviewed Everett Darling. He releases music under the name Skiing and his latest release is an EP named after his own band and another band he collaborated with. It's called Skiing and Mother of the Unicorn. Darling grew up in Olympia, Washington, not too far from uh, KWVA land, um, but he made his way over to Europe 10 years ago, and he was living in a small town in Estonia, and one day he took a trip to Berlin and Germany, and he fell in love. Um, he met someone, and he decided spontaneously to move to Germany, so he went back to Estonia, packed all his things, came back to the German capital, and when he arrived... Um, the other guy that he was supposed to meet never showed up, so he didn't see him again. But Everett stayed anyways, so I asked him what kept him in Berlin. I mean, I guess when I first came, because I lived in a village of like 250 people in Estonia, I was really ready to like party and um, be part of just life. There's so much light and there's so much, you know, there's so many people everywhere and It's just a really big city, and I had never lived in a big city before. I mean, Olympia is like 50,000 or something, and, you know, the people are real city people, you know, sort of unfriendly and quick. <laughs> Have you become one of them? Definitely. I mean, like, on one moment, I'm like, you know, thinking we should all just get along and be nice to each other, and the next moment I'm ready to kill someone because they're walking too slowly on the escalator, or they're not, you know, obeying the, the German rules of, like, stand to the right, you know, and let people pass on the left, you know, like, I'm ready to, like, behead them, you know. I mean, yeah, definitely. You become a city person whether you want to or not, I think. So um, when did you start making music? Um, I guess I started when I was really little. My parents gave me a drum set when I was six, aber, you know, lange Rede, kurze Sinne. Um, I started here in Berlin uh, five or six years ago with the skiing project. I've always made my own music, but um, I never really released it, and I never really, I guess, stood up for it. Um, recently, I guess, like five or six years ago, I was playing music with my friend uh, Diana, who's also from America, and we were kind of like irritated with this Berlin scene because it's like really um, serious. Everyone's super serious all the time, and it's really also like dudeville, like everyone's a straight white dude, and we were really excited to um, sort of present something different, if not just have a really good time with each other, making a lot of noise. <laughs> So it started as like a punk project and then it's gradually become really melodic and uh, Diana moved back to America and I played with a lot of people in the meantime. But then um, I just felt like for me, I, I don't know, I got better at playing, you know, instruments in general. <laughs> um, and now I just do everything myself pretty much. If not, I like invite people to sing, uh, friends of mine from Berlin or from wherever, um, Italy and Russia, I have a lot of friends from all these different countries. So I saw that you, you play quite a number of shows, too, in Berlin and, and in Germany. Isn't it so annoying to other musicians that you're successful, even though you just started it as a fun project? Hey, you know, um, I mean, I worked really hard. This was, this um, <laughs> the project at the beginning was really fun. We just played in, like, this um, place in Berlin called Noisy Rooms, which you probably know. It's like... Um, It's like uh, shared studio spaces and it's really just loud and drunk. And so we just like get tons of beer or weed or whatever and just sit in like the um, 
in the studio and just play and have like a totally fun time. And that was just great for a while. You know, it was like anti-party party, um, or just like, you know, personal parties, like me parties with a friend. And those are always my favorite anyway. Um, but then as time went on, like, I don't know, I, you know, I wasn't able to party so much because I'm a full-time teacher. I teach music and English at an elementary school. So like, I have to really be careful with my time, um, which includes not getting wasted every night, which I think is sort of very anti-Berlin, you know? Um, but you know, here's also for living, it's not just for partying and that came to me eventually. <laughs> um, so um, long story short, like I've worked really hard and I, I also record everything and I play everything and like, I mean, I, um, I try really hard. So like, life is very different, of course, as you describe it. Um, and some things might be easier in, in Europe. Um, when I think of the music scene, I usually, like, I get the impression that um, it's actually easier to be a musician in the U.S. because there are so many opportunities. And being a musician in Germany is sort of an outlandish idea. How do, how do you, do you feel the same? Or is it, are you living, like, in a little cosmos in Berlin and everybody is a musician there anyways? Um, no, I, I, I agree with you, actually. I agree. Um, I, yeah, and I feel like, I always felt like growing up there, everybody was a musician in Olympia. I mean, I think they still are. and It's just so easy to, and, and because it's not serious, it's not like this thing where you're always waiting for, you know, people to write you back or getting a show at a concert here is, is kind of a, it's not easy work, actually. You're, you're writing people or that, you know, or there's, I guess at this point, I don't need to do that so much, but at the beginning, it was a bit difficult to find shows. And in America, in Olympia anyway, it'd be like your friends were playing a show and you'd just be like, hey, I have a new band. And they'd be like, great, come play a show with us tonight or let's make a show next week. But here in Berlin, there aren't that many um, quality bands. There's really like derivative um, stuff um, that sounds a lot like, you know, 90s American indie bands, uh, and um, which, you know, is for better, for worse. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's nice. You feel like you're gone back in a time machine. Otherwise, um, it feels really lame because it's like everything's sort of already been done or been said or that way of existence has already sort of been beat to death, you know, somehow. But, you know, people should do what they want. If they love the 90s, you know, more power to them. Well, I grew up with 90s music and I am sort of in love with this. But that's um, another... A story for another time. Um, how did you come up with the name skiing? Um, I'm a cross-country skier and um, I was in the forest skiing and I I always, like I used to li always listen to music while skiing and there are very few musics in my opinion that that pass really well to skiing, um, that fit really well to skiing um, other than my music and the bats. I really like them while skiing. They're a really good band from New Zealand. Um, there are, um, the replacements have a few cool songs that sound nice while skiing, um, but not every song. So I, I thought maybe the music that we made and the music I continue to make still pass, still fits really well to the sport. Um, it's smooth. Um, it's a bit like flying. Sometimes there's, um, really intense moments where it's really adrenaline rush. And sometimes there's moments of, um, beautiful, like gliding. And sometimes it's really, um, stressful and really like, the body actually hurts and there's emotion involved and there's feelings and um yeah so i think skiing is actually a really nice name for music in general it it, it sounds right somehow to me and also Great. also skiing um is a sex move 
um, when you masturbate, are we allowed to say that about two men? So you have you stand in the middle, and on either side of you, there's you like give hand jobs to two men. So that's called skiing. Oh, I didn't know that. That's actually an afterthought. So <laughs> I mean, that was not the original idea anyway. So, <laughs> but you know. So what what is an inspiration to you when you start writing songs, when you start producing them, and arranging them? You said you do everything yourself. Um, so how, what kind of sound are you going for and what inspires you? I never go for a sound. I never, I'm like, oh, I want to sound like this band or I want to sound like that. Um, I usually just write songs, um, through happenstance. Like I'll be in the kitchen where I normally am all the time and, um, in my house. And then I am playing, um, bass or guitar or like little piano or something. And then, um, I like a melody and then in my head comes a melody and, then I work it out. And, you know, I mean, I have limitations because I can't play every single instrument. So it's like um, I write for the instruments I can play, which are drums, um, piano, guitar, saxophone. I'm learning violin um, and uh, I sing, you know, for better or for worse. <laughs> and um, then, you know, that's basically what I write for then. So and the music that I grew up listening to is like indie rock and punk rock. And um, I also love hip hop, but I don't really write hip hop. So from the EP you just released, um, is there like one song that you um, like in particular just right now or um, that you want to talk a little bit about and introduce it? Sure. Um, the EP has four songs and it was made um, in conjunction with Mother of the Unicorn, which is a um, Berlin band made up of boys from all over Europe. And um, we decided to do four songs together. Two are covers. One is a Little Wing song and he's, you know, a Northwest artist too, or Californian. And another is Steely Dan, which is kind of a funny song that we worked on together. And the other two are the originals, and I guess that would be coolest to play those. Um, one is called More Light, and this song is about the German landscape painter um, who's from the area of Berlin called Karl Hagemeister, who um, is just a beautiful artist that's from a town near Potsdam, which is just south of Berlin. And he painted um, the area around Potsdam, which is at first... Uh, blick at first, how do you say that in English? At first look, it is really like um, bland and, you know, the the landscape isn't so dramatic as say like the Alps or, you know, the, the coast or something, but he made it this beautiful thing. And I think, you know, that's the kind of the song is trying to, the lyrics anyway, are about trying to see like the light and the color and the things that are around you and not trying to look for, you know, not trying to exotic make everything exotic, um, you know, interesting and everything that's mundane, boring. No, it's about trying to make the mundane interesting or seeing the mundane as interesting. So what happens when you play live? How does that look like? Because if you uh, are somewhat, um, uh, you can go all out on the recordings um, because you can uh, put as many layers there as you want. But what happens when you play live? Um, right now, I'm working on this uh, video project. So I play live um, with the bass and I sing. And then behind me on the video um, projector um, screen, projection screen, are um, projections of either myself or whoever was playing on the album are recorded, um, playing the other instruments that are on the playback. So it's like a mixture of playback and live. And, you know, um, there's... Uh, positives and negatives to this like well I guess I start with the negative the negative is that it, it loses a bit of the energy that like a live band has you know there's no live drums and there's no live guitar and also for me I can't improvise it's very much like this is the song this is how it goes and 
um, that's a limitation. But on the other hand, um, it's completely freeing. I, I don't have to practice and find time to practice with people, which is difficult in my really busy schedule. The second is that um, it brings people a little bit closer to the music because there are subtitles on the screen, so people can read them and understand the lyrics, which are really important to me. Um, and uh, third thing is that um, it's really easy to travel. So when I go on tour, I just have to bring my computer or even just a chip card, a card and um, my bass. And voila, you know, most clubs have a projector or someone can get a projector and, you know, plug it in, plug it in straight to the PA and there I go. And um, in that respect, it's a complete, um, how do you say, an Erleichterung in English? Like a... It makes it easier. It makes it easier, yeah. When you have subtitles, are there subtitles, um, are they English or are they German? Yeah, they're English um, and they're in different colors and they scroll across the screen like you would have a karaoke video. So it's a little bit like art project style, like, you know, people can sing along if they want. And um, at my last show, it was really cool because people starting to know some of the older songs. So and then they can like read the lyrics and sing. And at one point I like sort of stepped back and was like, this feels really like a live show, you know, and this um, negative that I felt like it's missing the energy actually sort of helped itself like in a way it corrected itself because of audience participation which is really kind of nice you know that i don't stand up there otherwise i feel like you know the me show and it's not so nice <laughs> thank you so much ever darling um aka skiing for talking to me finding the time um to skype with me even though there's a huge time difference um, between the two of us you can find his music on Uh, his Bandcamp webpage, which is skiing.bandcamp.com, and he's also on Facebook, and he plays shows in Germany, so if you live there, you might uh, find a chance to see him live. I would um, very much like to go, but I don't live in the same country. You can follow me, if you want, on SoundCloud. I have an account there, um, soundcloud.com, Umlaut Radio. If you want to check out what I'm listening to, you can do so there, and of course, you can listen to the radio show, Uh, which is on KWVA Eugene uh, 88.1 FM uh, every Wednesday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Um, that's the West Coast time, Pacific Standard Time. And you can also listen uh, via the live stream, which is on kwvaradio.org.